0: And three hundred and sixty-five day returns.
1: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily
2: Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs, and this is the H and J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we spoke to the director of a new documentary about Dennis Law.
3: Yeah, sounds good, I'm which was very interesting.
2: Uh, Adia Depatan join us, Paralympian, TV presenter. Author, he was on good form, talking a bit of West Ham, his beloved West Ham. We uh, also um, spoke to Martin Kellner, Squad Number Nine, who gave us his week of sport on TV. If if you're not a sports fan, a why you're listening to Talk Sport, but you don't particularly (laughs) like sport. (laughs) What about the (laughs) non-sporting telly? Well, we had that covered by
3: uh, listening to Talk Sport. They don't like Brian's
2: very own Mike (laughs) Ward. So
3: here it all is.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon again. Andy how yes. how are you? I'm
3: not doing too bad. I think
2: I think the listeners you you know you've told us recently why you, yeah. you've not been in well I think they would like to get a yeah. bit of a progress report on your wife Sue and how she's doing. She's doing
3: not too bad actually. Good. She's Excellent. uh almost ready for the next stage uh, which is rehab so she's still in hospital. Um and I'm in regular contact with her. I'm cooking for her. We're video chatting and funny enough I was watching the Chelsea Wolves game out the corner of my eye I was video chatting her. Ah, okay. and uh, Wolves uh, got that last minute. Winner, oh dear, and she saw my face, and I was going, and she heard my swearing, and uh, she just went. Oh sorry, she said. So, so deeply ingrained <laughs> that thing of being sympathetic when Chelsea lose. Yeah. So yeah, she, she's she's she, she's doing well. So she doesn't sort of start going, ah no, no, she, she doesn't do the wind up job. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so yeah. Good. So it's I was good. Yeah, thanks. I managed it's been to just see, under four weeks now, hasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah it's, great. It's, great. It's, it's gonna take. take look, look, it's gonna take a few months to be really honest, but we'll hopefully we'll get there. Good. And um, yeah, so uh, but apart from Chelsea, which I'll talk about in a sec, it was a good moment during the Spurs game where I was ahead of you really on the coverage. It, it wasn't right at the end; it <laughs> no, was in no. the 90th minute. It was from a bit when you scored, and I told you in advance. Yes, I did so a I did, Stuart Pearce. I did
2: point out when I was talking to Max yesterday. It's, it, I don't, I still can't get my head around. Maybe someone out yeah. there can. I just thought um, it'd all, it all be the same for us on Amazon Prime. But obviously, you've got better Wi-Fi connection than I have, so you're 30 seconds. Ahead. Were you
3: watching on your telly, or I was your,
2: watching on my telly? Yeah, so I was watching on my laptop. It ah. might be different. Oh, it probably is. So just no be aware idea. of that folks when you're watching games, when you're those. watching the games over Christmas on Amazon Prime if the the laptop people you could proper <laughs> spoiler alert for people TV. watching on their telly. <laughs>
3: uh the Arsenal result was interesting because uh, it's always good when a lower team takes points off a top 6 challenger <laughs> I think.
2: <bet. laughs> yeah. Oh let's see you've started. Yeah, they haven't do any of they that. They
3: have missed Thomas party though but he won't be back till the new year. No one's having a Christmas party. No. <laughs> That is, that is very true, he's Somebody been saving me, these up yeah. Nick, from, oh, of course I saved I've got to something to talk about and, uh, <laughs> uh, Nick from the Banbury's, Nick Ford sent me a very interesting uh, cutting which you may have seen, I hadn't seen it about a German TV football presenter oh, yeah. called Jenny Hill She's really, a woman. Yeah, Jenny Hill. Then she's got a big chin. I, do. <laughs> yeah. Gold, eh? I don't. Know it, a. It's a it's a kind of um, a mash up of Jimmy Hill and Benny Hill, isn't it? Really, that's true. Yeah. So I have no idea, but uh, yeah, that was good. And uh, what else did I get from the? You fortnight? want to have a
2: rant about Chelsea? I think the, the listeners
3: miss oh, it. yeah. It's been like you've had nearly sort of seventy oh, times no, to calm down about it. i, like okay, I mean, honestly, In this league, I mean, going into the game on Monday night now. Mm. They could be any. They could be twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth as league. The way could, the league is, I think you're in trouble. Uh, we are in trouble, and they, not only <laughs> that. not in trouble. If you lose two games in this league, you are in trouble. You right. do, you'll drop down the table. because it's, it's like the championship. You know, it's so close. Mm. And interesting, you see how Everton. We remember we talked about no Richarlison, no Everton, yeah. and he comes back, and Everton win two games and look really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Same with Chelsea with Zid. If you look at Chelsea's results, when Ziyech got injured in pre-season, first three or four games when he didn't play, average drawing with West Brom, Southampton, not playing that well. Then he comes back and Chelsea go on a very long run Mm -hmm. of winning games. He gets injured against Leeds, draw against that team crowd of what are they called in Europe Oh yeah. and then they lose two <laughs> games uh, you know With disrespect really, to Krasnodar 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 and so they lose two games in row without him and you think I mean Havertz, I sent you this morning. I, I, I I've never first watched time, the habits. I don't Forward through the habits. There are certain players who are good players, but you just think are not right for the English league. And I would say, I hope I'm wrong. But I, looking at the first time I ever looked at him, I went, Oh dear, too lightweight. Yeah, too. What have they bought him for? I called him o- Ozil light. Thought, oh, blimey, I, that I, is I, a proud I beast. don't think he's right for this league. And mm. it, all the games I've watched him play. I don't see anything. I can see a football. I can see yeah. a good player. Not for this I, league. But n- n- I hope I'm wrong. But I, at okay. the moment, yeah. And Werner, I've decided that Werner definitely needs glasses. There is something <laughs> wrong with this bloke's eyesight. He can't pass two yards yeah. without. Talk about give the, why don't you just give the ball away every single time you've got well, it? Look, we, know, we know Frank Lampard listens because he referenced you once.
2: And yeah. so Frank's listening. Just get him down to spec save. <laughs> I mean, it would be Honestly, great. It? it would be great checked. at the weekend if he comes out and he's got a pair of bins on <laughs> like
3: the Big old pair of, of Luxembourg Kains. in the yeah. 1954 World Cup. <laughs> a big old pair of massive frames. <laughs> and you can wear tremendous. different ones every week, be like Old and John. That'd be good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I will say yeah, it's a bit frustrating really. I could especially in my current predicament, I could have done with them winning a few games. But there you go. Oh, well. That's the worst. that's football for you. That's United, it. look at United though. They, I know, right It's funny it. how he, the perception was oh, they've had a terrible start to the season. They're two points if they win their game now, they're two points off the lead. I know. What what a goal that was from Rashford. I mm. mean, you know, you kind of
2: first touch just kills it, hits it early. Keeper hasn't got time to set. It was a sensational goal. Yeah, they're unlucky goals.
3: Sheffield United. Though. They gave it a good go at the yeah. end, didn't they? They did. Well, Just well, they needed losing it by the old Mousset goal.
2: shot that... that um, yeah, he'll insane. make a
3: difference if he comes back. But uh, yeah. And I thought Spurs gave Liverpool a very good game. I thought they were fortunate Liverpool to get the three points and Spurs should have, should have scored. Yes. At least he, one he of the two done, chances. Been I effect. thought Jose was right, what he said. And, uh, although it's very interesting, this uh, this bloke's written a letter to The Sun today. Oh, yeah. And it's funny how the perception of managers, he writes Jose Mourinho has some neck criticising Jurgen Klopp after Spurs were beaten by Liverpool. Mourinho has always been pompous and rude to interviewers, but well, Klopp is always friendly. That's why Pl- Klopp, and <laughs> I took him Klopp there, that's why Klopp is probably the most popular manager and Mourinho the most unpopular. Okay. Well, basically, they're both exactly the same. They yeah. both played the mm. same game. That came from Graham. Trimming and I like to have his whole family over for Christmas yes all the trimmings you have all the trimmings over at Christmas <laughs> yeah. of course you do ridiculous yeah. what a ridiculous letter but there we go but uh, I, I think the top four for me is going to be Liverpool I think still going to win it you think Liverpool going to yeah, win it Spurs Manchester United and Man City in what particular order uh, Liverpool Manchester United Spurs Man City that's your top four. That's my top four. Who's at the, your, at who's your next two then? You're going to creep into the top Could be Chelsea. Chelsea could be anything. You're staying from, up, you're
2: definitely staying up. Staying up, yeah.
3: Fifth, yeah. fifth to thirteenth, fifth to thirteenth. Yeah, any, any could be any position there. Wow. Or whoever win. Look, any team that goes on a run, if you can win four or five games in this yeah. league, the way it is, you you will look fantastic. I mean, and teams, it's every game. Look at Fulham on on Sunday against Liverpool. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, well, and midweek. I mean, they've, they've gone mm. on a pretty decent run uh, now. But they're and not it, losing anyway. No. And more news of uh, for summer Monty's Fulham are not doing too badly at the moment. Yeah, that's right. She was in the it, papers it, the other she, day, yeah. wasn't she? I love it. It said, uh, Model Summer 25, former girlfriend, yeah, well, you know, that's poor Hollywood, was spotted in Kent, spotted by Splash News, the photography agency. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she was splo- she, spotted, not spotted. <laughs> was she spotted by Splash News? She wasn't spotted <laughs> <wasn't splotted> by <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> have to do some talking
2: exercises <laughs> no, in no. your
3: downtime, <laughs> do a few tongue twists. No, no, no you can't put it down to that I'm always terrible
1: that would be good <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport.
2: well uh, we were talking about the Sterling Moss documentary last week Sky yeah, Documentary is doing some very good sports mm. stuff and um, this week they bring us uh, the lawman I think tonight on Sky Documentary is at 9 o'clock uh, Nick Mattenly is the director we'll chat with him uh, in a few moments time first let's give you a flavour of uh, the documentary you got 46 goals in 42 games Did I? Well done <laughs> Dear, dear, thank you very
4: much
3: Dennis was just a phenomenal player He was my favourite
4: Garling leaving it for Law And Law has
5: scored One of the most iconic figures ever in Scottish football We had three guys to score goals If I'm not scoring, you're scoring Law, that's it Hold across for Law
1: Tennis invented different things for himself, bicycle kicks and hard volleys. But that to me is what a Manchester United player should be.
5: There was nothing that could stop me going to Manchester United. And it changed my life completely.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward oh, to watching What a one, wonderful player. And when I was a kid, I mean, the the, the way Dennis Law would hold his sleeves like that, you know, yeah, with his hands. hold the cuffs. Hold the cuffs. And then the goal celebration. Yeah, great, yeah, and, yeah. That was definitely imitated by a lot of people. Brilliant. As we said, Nick Madley,
2: the director, joins us now. Hi,
4: Nick. Hello, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Yeah,
3: yeah we look,
2: we're looking forward to seeing this. Um, I imagine so when you went to Dennis and said, we'd like to make a documentary about you, was he I imagine he said, well, why? You know, was he kind of, he's a fairly sort of reluctant hero, isn't
4: he? He underplays everything. He's amazing like that, actually. Yeah, he's so kind of... He's, you'd think he'd be quite full of himself in mm. some ways because he's such an incredible player. You know, first person to win Ballon d'Or, that kind of thing. An incredible scoring record, but just um, very sort of down-to-earth. A uh, very nice, norm- normal bloke in lots of ways. Um, very easy to talk to. And I think he's had, he's had years and years to really reflect on what happened in the 60s. And now, um, yeah, he was more than happy to talk to us. And he was absolutely charm itself.
3: Yeah, he's brilliant. And of course, he's getting on a bit now. But he's got what Paul and I call young hair. Yeah. Which is fantastic. <laughs> if you've got no hair like me, it's you really envy him. He has got me. young hair, Dave. Yeah. Still, I mean,
2: you spoke to him recently for the documentary, and he's still got very young hair. That always helps, I think.
4: Oh, well, I've got to say is his hair was extraordinary and um <laughs> we we spoke to um we spoke to Rod Stewart about him and um Rod Stewart's hair is quite extraordinary. has yeah, got young you know, hair so We weren't totally sure where should it came should from. should have really
2: made a documentary about young hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing next. Yeah, that's yeah. the next project. You've, put, you've written that in pencil in a margin somewhere, but young hair, question mark, has it got legs? Um, yeah, it's a, it must have been great to spend some time with him because so, so often, you know, the, these documentaries are made sort of posthumously, which yeah, it feels like a great shame, you know, because people will line up to say how great they were, but it's it's great, so good to get a perspective from, from the man Himself, really.
4: Yeah, and he still, t- he, you know, he remembers loads of it. Talks well about a lot of it, and um, and you know, I mean, it goes to that saying, really. Very different times in the sixties, and what you enter as a footballer then, the amount of money, you know, that he would have earned, and mm-hmm. how that affects the rest of your life. And one of the things that tickled me when we were making it was that on Sports Personality of the Year, when he retires in seventy four, they say, "What are you going to do next, Dennis?" And he says. Well, I'm, I don't know whether I can say, but I'm going to go into. Car- I'm going to be a carpet salesman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible to think that you can finish at the top of the game, and uh, you know, sort of psychedelic floral carpets await. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd, I'd buy an Xmas. from Dennis. <laughs> of course. You How wouldn't. much archive was there, Nick? Because we know with George Best uh, from a similar era that there, there isn't that much
4: footage of them playing. Of
2: them playing. They sound, they sound like they got a fair bit of ITV there. Mm. We had Gerald Sinstat and a few others in that in that little bit from the trailer.
4: The the archive was amazing. Our archive researcher, I've got to thank Paul Johnson, did a great job, but we tried to not just get the football because obviously a lot of the goals people are quite familiar with, but what they're not so familiar with is things like uh, the BBC did a great interview with him in 1962, I think it was, just as he'd come back from Italy. Um, And there's a big sit-down interview they did then, and they went back to his digs in Stretford and they saw his landlady. And then all the way going through to the seventy four um, World Cup where we found some great footage um, that was off air that not actually broadcast of the panel with Paddy Crerand, uh, Brian Moore, watching the Yugoslavia game realising that Scotland are going out not that I want to give it away obviously they're mm. so going out of the World Cup and I've not seen that stuff so when you get that material um, it just it gives you such a lift. Yeah, so course. Great to
3: see. I suppose the back heel is the most, or the infamous moment yeah. in his career when you know well, Did he didn't. He, he didn't send. He United didn't send. It down it. Everyone directly. says he, he didn't uh, do it directly, but, but it felt like
2: that. But it was that, it was that probably one of the first times you you could ever I can ever remember a player not celebrating when they scored against a former club. You know, you, that wasn't a thing then, was it? Really, but I think Dennis that was one of the the most notable ones for a long time.
4: Also, it was his last kick in football in league football. Mm. You know, that was it. That was the last thing he did. And he's very keen to make it clear he didn't send them down, that results went against them. Yeah. But, um, and then he walked, according to, um, I think it was Jim McCallion that told us this, that he walked into, he went into the United dressing room afterwards and uh, the doc was there. And obviously, you know, the relationship between Dennis and the doc wasn't ideal, given that he'd given them this free transfer. Mm. Um, but I don't know whether they sort of had a reproachment, but it was an amazing thing. And it, I think it showed how much um, his loyalty to both clubs meant to him. really. Mm.
2: Did you find much um, archive from his time in
4: uh, Torino at all? I wish we did. Yeah. There were bits and bobs. There was bits um, which we've got from uh, this uh, from, um, the This Is Your Life doc when they went back. But there's a bit of him playing, but very little. I mean, it's amazing to think that he even went there anyway. Um but, uh, you know, he had a good season there, and he says that's where he got his celebration from. Well, yeah, there were a few,
3: and then Jerry Hitchens, Joe Baker, there were a few around that time that did it, Jimmy Grease famously, of course, but, yeah, it was quite rare, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to that,
4: so nine yeah, o'clock. It really sounds good. I'm, nine I'm, o'clock, and, and was It
2: was it an hour, hour and a half? How long is it, Nick?
4: Uh, it's very long, uh, oh. in a good way. I oh. think it's about, oh, with breaks and everything, I think it's about an hour and 18, hour, hour and 20. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, okay, lovely. You know, he's lived an amazing life, so there's plenty to squeeze in. Yeah.
2: And, so, and that'll be available you know, to watch tonight, or then you can sort of download and watch it at that's your it. leisure. The
4: Hawksby and Jacobs
1: Daily Podcast, from Talk Sport.
0: Get your personalised plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual
6: results may vary.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport.
2: Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Martin Kelly joins us later on. We'll have some clips of the week. Motti is here to have a good look ahead to all the uh, weekends, football, I'm sure, keeping a close eye on the weekends, football's a big Hammers fan. He's our next guest, uh, Paralympian, TV presenter, author, uh, Adia Adepitan joins us. Addy, mm. good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Good
7: afternoon. Hey, what a goal, eh? What a goal! To Halle. Halle. Come it, on. Come it
2: was on. a good goal. Uh, we, um, Max Rushton, who was with me yesterday, he has, the, he has the Sinclair Spectrum. He judges every overhead kick by Trevor Sinclair's one <laughs> Sinclair for QP, QPR all those years ago. I think he gave it back <laughs> an 8.2. It, oh, I mean, he it was, really hit it it was a good one,
7: wasn't it? it? 8.2 yeah. I think that's, well, it's got to be in the nines. Because <laughs> he well, you know, sometimes when they do the overhead kicks, you can see they've shinned it a little bit yeah. or they've caught it. To the side a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's true. But he, he, he he nailed that, and to like, uh, and uh, to be fair, he hadn't done much throughout that whole game. But to do that, that was
2: amazing. Amazing. He he's, he's, he always looks a bit down when he scores, and it? it's like the worst thing that's ever happened yeah, don't to him. I think
3: he's enjoyed his time here. To be really fair, you know. Why is that?
2: I, I don't, well, I don't he's know. Been useless.
3: That's <laughs> what do you think? Can't <laughs> he <kept> be <laughs> He's gone very scorched earth,
2: Andy, <laughs> since he's
3: been off.
7: He's yeah, bad. I don't know. I think it's it's understated celebration. It's cool. It's another way of doing it. You know, it's, you know, he played a lot in Germany, so it's all
2: chilled out, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea could desperately do with a win, but they got West Ham on Monday night. Mm. And of course, last year when West Ham were absolutely terrible, they still. Beat Chelsea twice. Yeah, beat so you, him. Yeah you, know, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't give him much of a chance in that game, but we'll see what happens.
2: The one I've been really impressed with, that is is, Jared Bowen. I, I thought you know, oh, yeah, he's, was, he's, he's played, a, he's played an very ex- well. Excellent yeah.
7: player. He's been amazing. Did he did one run, I think it was past Boyovic and he looked like he was wearing clogs, Boyovic when he went past him. <laughs> he paced it over he's got pace, but what I like about him is he's direct. He's no messing about. He's going straight for goal. He's going for a, either to take a shot or he's trying to create something. And I like that positivity. It just, it gets you up, doesn't it? You it, know, you It's, think, it's well, funny how
3: results make a difference. Because This is an absolute classic Moyes team, really. They're very good defensively. They get a lot of goals from set plays. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like fantastic to watch. Or anything, but the fans effective. don't mind because they're right up there. Yeah, and you get well, the well, old worldy well, like that one the other night. So
7: Well, well you're right. If we, if we start losing, then... Yeah, I don't think people will be too happy. But if we can play like that, because we didn't play the best of games, um, and if we play like that and still scrape a result, uh, I think we'll be happy. That's a sign of decent team you know what I mean Mm. The Hawksby and Jacob's daily podcast from Talk Sport
3: Now last night were the FIFA Awards and uh, your very own Hong Min Son Yeah uh, I was
2: I I, I felt quite privileged to actually being there in the flesh to watch a a world goal of the year (laughs) Were you wearing a tux? Yeah (laughs) no I I didn't mean that I meant being (laughs) in the stadium when he scored against Burnley You were there that's very true But uh, anyway I was the one
3: shouting pass Sonny pass (laughs) (laughs) He picked up the award at a virtual ceremony but for some reason the son decided to mock him up showing what he would have looked like with the gong in a dinner suit what's the point it, <laughs> did wasn't, he... it was virtual oh okay was no point did he, he not have there. a dinner did he not watch it in a dinner well, suit well he probably had a dinner suit on top one of the Sky Sports boys
2: <laughs> a pair of, pair of speedos or a pair of jeans and just top <laughs> half suit and tie the way they talk used to
3: of um, paint Paint chopping uh, somebody's head yeah. onto uh, onto a body. Mm. Have, you, have you seen the ad for uh, the Christmas ad for the Alan Brazil show? Yeah, breakfast show. Alan's I looking that, good, isn't he? Well, I reckon that's Alan's head on Max's body. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. That's definitely not Alan's body, I promise you. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it is. Uh, interesting use of the word
2: aplomb today, oh used yeah. by Dean Smith, the villa manager. Normally, the only chance... The only Finishing, widget, you normally finish, you finish with, a, with aplomb. Uh, That's the only thing you, you really get the right do purchase. In football, yeah. in football, the only thing you ever do is you finish with aplomb. Mm. Um, but Dean Smith was uh, was applauding Jack Grealish for the uh, for the performance he put in last night. Considering, yeah. he, he was up before the beak this week, yeah. uh, and he said he was in court for two driving offences. Nothing more, nothing less. Said Dean, he handled it as I expected him to. With a plum, oh my! <laughs> it was handled with. To be honest, look up the dictionary definition, and it's spot on. There's nothing wrong nothing with that. I'm Not questioning saying, Dean's yeah. use of the word, but I just thought the yeah. context. Uh, uh, was Ali McCoy did
3: use the word "purchase" in the commentary at uh, against I Liverpool. I did. I did enjoy uh, John Champion oh, that and commentary Ali's commentary. Is great, they isn't were isn't very good.
2: They're very um, good. Together. But I think Tottenham lost by the sheer weight of John's stats. <laughs> John's stats are brilliant. In the last five ten <laughs> minutes, all of John's stats involved Liverpool scoring very. Eight goals, and I was thinking, you're all right, John. That's you just. kept saying to me, he's definitely trying, to get, he's to, definitely trying to get him to score. score because, yeah, don't forget, it's was five finished. times within the last <laughs> season they've scored in the 89th. Oh, stop it, John. And I, then what I did like
3: the moment in that game when uh, Eric Dyer's sort of handball, half on the shirt, half on the upper arm, yeah. but they went. Mark Clattenburg, what do you make of that? And you think, well, we never actually found out. I don't think we ever did, really. No, but there was mind. just there was nothing going on. No, was I there? thought basically it wasn't handball myself, but uh, there the, you go. the
2: the Blades defender George Baldock said that uh, he's not been watching Sky Sports as much recently. Oh, really? well, it just gets him down? Because obviously last year he probably couldn't wait
3: to tune and in because there'd be this incredibly yeah, yeah.
2: positive story about Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean, it's such a l-
3: lack of confidence now. It's not surprising. You know. One point. I mean, one point from the season. They're I mean, worth more than that.
2: they are. I mean, this, we keep saying it though. I mean, you're going to use the term too too good to go down. You're going to no, use No, No,
3: no, not really. But if you keep losing, you're going to go down.
2: That's, yeah, it. uh, that is uh, very true.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport.
2: Joining us now uh, is uh, our man on uh, sport on TV. It could only be talk radio and talk sports. Very own uh, Martin Kellner, Squad Number Nine. Good afternoon, Martin.
5: Good afternoon to you, Paul. You're right.
2: Not so bad. Yeah, I was. Uh, I listened to a little SoundCloud um, excerpt of your fine overnight show. Very much enjoyed oh, it, you. Martin. Mm. It's good. You, so people, if people can't listen overnight, they can catch up with these with the, the little best
5: ofs yeah absolutely if you know if i'm in the mood to uh, to do that and not yeah. doing anything else i certainly will you're yeah, good, good. <laughs> okay yeah, well you can't say minutes. fairer than that that's <laughs>
2: the commitment you're making that so a, a sort of, <laughs> yeah commitment. so uh we're gonna talk we're gonna kick off talk a bit of everton
5: yeah howard's way which is a documentary you currently mm. sh- i think it's been about for a bit mm. but it's currently it's only just appeared on sky documentaries on that channel And I can't say I've enjoyed a documentary more than this Mm. for ages and Mm. ages. I was interested because I'd I'd watched the documentary about uh, Jean-Marc Bosman, which is quite depressing. Mm. And I'll come to that in in a sec. But then uh, I watched this documentary, Howard's Way, which is all about the Everton team of the eighties. Obviously, um, you know, a great team, sort of denied the chance really of being uh, the best team in Europe because of course after Heysel, there was a ban on um, British teams uh, taking part in, uh, in the the Champions League and everything, but a fantastic document. I really enjoyed it because this this was all about the joy of football. You know what made us fall in love with it in the first place. Uh, And not just that fantastic sort of eighties Liverpool music in it. Uh, Fiction Factory, Pete Wiley, Lotus Eaters, all that you sometimes forget, you know, you talk about the sixties for uh, Liverpool music, but the eighties just as good as some fantastic tunes as well as the opportunity to hear the whole of the Z cars theme. (laughs) Including including the middle eight. What's the middle eight?
2: Is there a guitar solo in there? We don't know about or, uh, or something.
5: Yes, there is a little bit. And then it's the, the rhythm section sort of Mm. ramps it up a bit, which is really good. I mean, it's a great theme as we know, based on folk music and everything, but really, really good, Uh, fantastic archive. And it puts it all into context as well. You see the, uh, the Toxteth riots and uh, you sort of, in the eighties and you've forgotten how, um, how bad that was. And you see, you know, buildings on fire, cars on fire. Neville Southall chose that moment to, um, to drive into um, to Everton. And he said, um, "I could tell they were glad to see me. They'd set the place on fire for me." <laughs> uh, which he's, he's very funny, Neville Southall mm. in it, uh, and they're all in it. You know, Derek Hatton. There's a lot of him. He managed to <clears throat> smuggle in a mention mm. of uh, Adrian Heath when he was on uh, Question Time, mm. um, yeah. and uh, they're all there. And it's great to see um, Adrian Heath, who looked about twelve when <laughs> yeah. he signed for Everton, mm-hmm. uh, and has aged uh, very well. As, but you know, what you see is the the love they had for for how. Kendall mm. uh, and uh, uh, you've got a bit of Jim Rosenthal and uh, Clive Tilsley because of course Clive in those days was Granada's Ray- man. And he was Radio City before mm. so he'd commentated mm. up on Merseyside a lot, hadn't he, yeah. That's right. And mm. you, you forget there's a, a time when people like um, Jim Rosenthal was the Midlands man, wasn't he? He was on all the ATV stuff in yeah. the Midlands and uh, Clive Tilsey was on all the Granada stuff uh, in the Northwest. Uh, and there was a programme might have been Elton Wellesby who, who presented it yeah. called Kickoff, which, you know, if you were growing up in the Granada area, you'd watch that. I think it was about 6.30 on a Friday evening. Uh, And Graham Sharp got the goal of the season award um, mm. for a fantastic volley um, and he was invited to the kickoff studios at granada he said i was looking forward to getting a lovely bit of crystal for the fireplace um but then when i got there they presented me with a tea towel which had kickoff goal of the season <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, I, I bet he's a, still got it that's a poor <laughs> that's a poor
2: thing to get isn't it for a goal of the season a tea towel oh, a I tea towel yeah it's great
5: <laughs> because it's it sort of harked back to an era when it, you know i wasn't the all-consuming thing you know I did a a bit of Yorkshire TV in the uh, in the 80s and they all had their own sort of individual personality and of course on ATV in the Midlands there was Hugh Johns there was Greavesy so it was really nostalgic watching all this Mm. but just just watching the way I mean you know you see documentaries now about Manchester City about Spurs and they're all in a way sort of air and there's lots of interesting stuff in but it's all sort of airbrushed and it's about business and all that um but this was it was of a different order and yeah real real fun if you know even if you're not an everton fan i'm certainly not an everton fan it's uh, it's great to watch And there's a great quote from adrian heath when uh everton had uh, won the title i think at norwich uh, would that be 87 I think maybe but anyway they were uh, uh, and they were on the coach back and he said there I saw Howard is uh, happiest he was on the front of the coach with all his players you mm-hmm. know um, and it just sounded so and there were obviously scenes from the uh, from Howard Kendall's funeral as well with um, Rob uh, with uh, Colin Harvey you yeah. know, welling up and all that sort is of it, is it? Really um, is yeah.
2: it? Is it was it on BTN is it still available uh, Sky there? Documentary Sky, yes. Sky yeah. Documentary Watches. oh yeah, brilliant yeah. oh excellent well I, yeah. I'll download and watch, watch as it. as they beat us last
3: yeah. weekend i I have to give it a couple of weeks before I watch it What's <laughs> that, sorry, as I was <laughs> beat you, Andy,
2: yeah, yeah. Can't, it's great. Yeah. Andy can't watch Everton after Chelsea involved here. No, so, it was great. Just to, um, we got a few minutes uh, on on the Bosman documentary. Uh, what did I you enjoyed, enjoyed yeah. this massively. I thought it was, it was a fantastic, mm. fantastic
5: documentary. It's a BT Sport documentary, which mm. you can still find uh, available on, uh, on Catch Up. Uh, and it's the tragedy, the, the tragedy of Jean-Marc Bosman uh, and uh, some great shots of him. He's described as um, a lonely outcast and there are loads of shots where the camera just uh, mm. and you can see the sadness there because of course he changed as we know you know he changed football uh, forever uh, because of his uh, his legal case but of course it stretched on for five years and ruined his own career which he and this sort of shots of his childhood uh, when he was you know, a football fanatic and his friend. he was talking about his friends used to call him uh, Bobby uh, after Bobby Charlton because he you know and he was saying he was very much the, the Bobby Charlton of Belgium and he was certainly bald uh, but uh, I'm only joking. But quite apart from that, you know, it is a, a really sad story because they took on UEFA, uh, and it's uh, an interesting thing. It's not a journo who does it; um, it's uh, it's Ginella goes over there. Right? Okay. There How and, brilliant and, 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 is
3: he though, Marty? He's, he's absolutely
5: isn't he? fantastic. Really, really good. And he sort of takes uh, he, he takes Jean-Marc Bosman's lawyer to task in a way you couldn't imagine anyone else who wasn't that much effect you know wasn't wasn't that much into football mm. you know he knew the world of football rather than the world of, and it it became clear that Jean-Marc Bosman was being used really for the case against UEFA everybody as they say in the documentary everybody did well out of it except Jean-Marc Bosman himself who moved back in with his mum and he suffered depression um, and it's a very moving programme. And I have to say, you know, Ginola um, is largely responsible for that. There
3: should be it's, a bit of a global football whip yeah. round for
2: him. Well, all this, those players is, this is what he suggests. Those players in the, that yeah. benefit.
3: He, he says from, this in the programme. He says he calls yeah. it the destruction of a human being, and he says to the solicitor at the end, there's nothing honourable in all this, and it's really pointed when he says it. You know, yeah. You, yeah. You know what, you're right, there wasn't. No, no I, I think
2: it's a real education for mm. people that weren't around when this first happened and just how seismic it was for football yeah. and how, how much of a difference it made to players and their freedom of movement.
5: Absolutely. I mean, it is almost like a Greek tragedy. And if you want to watch a bit of tragic viewing, as if the news wasn't tragic enough already, um, you'll enjoy that. On the other hand, if you want to be uh, uplifted, uh, mm. you can hear... Um, uh, you can hear Neville Southall telling the yeah. story of how he moved, he was rooming with Alan Bertie Harper. Yeah. And he moved his bed and uh, locked Alan Harper and had a few drinks. This was on one of the European uh, expeditions. And uh, he locked him in the wardrobe oh, overnight. Did. As you do. As <laughs> Not just for sort of 10 <laughs> minutes for a <alarm>. long <laughs> well, he said it
2: was overnight, but who knows? Oh, yeah. um, Imagine you know, Alan Harper trying to play the fight. He was a good player, but trying to, if he slept a, in a wardrobe all night, <laughs> he played like, I think one of the papers said, the Telegraph said he looked like he'd slept in a wardrobe <laughs> in that particular yeah. day. Uh, the Hawksby and
1: Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport.
2: Time then to look at the non-sporting tellies. Water wall football and boxing and other sports. But, you know, you'll find a way, I'm sure. Uh, Joining us, as always, Brighton and Hove Albion, supporting Daily Star TV reviewer, it's Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Here for people who don't like sport. Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> you love sport, but you find I a do. way to watch all well, your stuff as well. Well, I tell I, Do
8: you know what I think? Grand Potter's doing a lot to put me off at the moment. Oh, oh yeah, the old oh, Potter yeah. backlash
2: has begun. Is <laughs> oh, it? Oh
8: start it. It's Friday, you know. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's quite, it's quite sort of you know just below the line a bit. Yeah, you, you know, it's not going particularly. Big early. game
3: this I'm weekend, just, really. You in got, all honesty, yeah, yeah, I, you, I, got, I, you got I, you got to beat them, otherwise you are in trouble. I think yeah. I am
8: just sulking.
3: Okay, well, celebrity goggle box tonight.
8: Have
2: we got any interesting? Stars, well, appearance. Ryan and
8: Clark, Neil, and
2: his mum—you know—they're oh, often a, very good. It's together. a greatest hits. Uh, yeah. oh, you know, it's, it's okay. a roundup of right, some
8: yeah. of the bits. They haven't got them all back together. A lot of people again. prefer just
3: the ordinary. Uh, do you know what? I think
8: yeah. I do because mm. I think I'm always. I, I probably said this. I probably said most things I've ever said. I've probably said before by now, to be honest. But I think I do think the ordinary people, especially at the start, you know, they can be—they they don't have any sort of vested interest. You always feel when you're watching the celebs. They might be holding back a bit in case there's a deal in the pipeline somewhere that they don't want to offend somebody or, or stir things up. That yeah. may, may be unfair, but, you know, that's, that's part of it. And a lot of the time, you know, the, the appeal is the fact that, oh, it's so-and-so saying it rather than whether they're saying anything terribly amusing. Um, I have an issue, I'll be honest, I have an issue with Gogglebox because, you know, my, my, I think my wife se- seems to think that now that Gogglebox it has become such a huge success that, you know, talking all the way through TV programs is, is okay and very amusing. Ah, <laughs> oh, I can't stand. <laughs> yeah. so watch it talk about it afterwards or switch it off I have you a know?
3: system that yeah. I basically retain the controller good and then if people are talking I just stop it
8: so yeah, they, I and just, then but, just
3: give them a dirty look. No, I, I let do them that. Talk Say, okay? If you wanted to make a point, okay, so fine. you're not you're not doing oh, no, it to be passive right aggressive.
2: It, no, no. I, think that's, I do do that. Or just aggressive, aggressive. Aggressive. Well, aggressive.
3: I basically make out
8: that I'm doing it to be polite. <laughs> yeah. To say, Oh look, I want to listen. I want to give you my full attention. I don't want to be distracted by the television. <laughs> yeah. What I'm really saying is, I want to watch this program, and I'm not going to, you know, if it, yeah. let's get this out of the way. Whatever it is you've got to say, right? It's not going to be anything nearly as interesting. Come round your
2: house and watch the television. Oh no, I'm hard work, seriously. Nothing.
8: I think it's going to be as interesting as what Greg Wallace is about to say about that plate of food in front of him. <laughs> okay. that's
2: that's now, great. a documentary I've seen, which is on tonight, they're repeating "Story of the Fairy Tale in New York." Yeah. It's uh, it's excellent. This documentary, um, and uh, yeah, mm, I would yeah, recommend so it. Ten o'clock tonight, mm.
8: uh, Richard E. Grant. Yeah, it was first shown in two thousand and five. Two thousand and five, I think, before anyone had a, had any issues with the lyrical content, which of mm. course, obviously, they do now. Yeah. um uh yeah and talking about this uh, i think is it your favorite is it uh, your all-time christmas it's certainly up there it's certainly up there for me yeah. uh, I'm,
2: I'm quite like, a fan I'm, of chris ray chris Rage. ray's walking home for christmas <laughs> we just discovered is is, uh, <laughs> is a cool that's thing. my favorite christmas <laughs> yes absolutely um yes. strictly the final saturday Ooh. evening at six o'clock um and uh who's, who's, who's bill you? bailey is the favourite? i mean right. he's been the favorite
8: since about oh. week three after being six, as we said before 66 six to one yeah um I, I don't know, I mean, every, everybody seems to be suggesting it's a foregone conclusion, but it depends, doesn't it, whether the, you know, people, mm. you know, people just tire the, the novelty value of Bill Bailey actually being very good might just have worn off slightly, and, mm. you know, the sympathy, well, no, not sympathy vote, but Maisie Smith from, East, from EastEnders, for example, has been in the bottom two twice, she's in the final, Jamie Lang's been in the bottom two four times, he's in the final, and Harvey is probably the best answer of the lot, so any of those could, Win possibly apart from Jamie. To be the, the appeal
3: of this show is amazing because I've got my six year old granddaughter absolutely loves this, and yeah. my wife loves it as well. So the, it's amazing how you know that how it does appeal to people of all ages, not me yeah. particularly, but yeah, <laughs> it's, only 20, it's only two yeah.
2: hours and 20 minutes as well. Oh four, man, four in it. Oh, nothing should Don't be know, that that's long. too long. <laughs> um, uh, Idris Elba, uh, he says, doing a three hour show. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba meets Paul <laughs> yeah, McCartney. It's different. Um, that is different, yes. Yeah, this, this uh, it's an interesting uh, uh, combo. And uh, McCartney 3's out. This album's kind of had great reviews. Homemade so album, a bit yet. like the first couple he what, did I when od- he left I the od- Beatles. I ordered it on vinyl
8: weeks ago, and it hasn't turned up. I thought it was out today. It is. Yeah, where's it? Where's it gone? Oh, okay. Yeah. We
2: take that up with the postman, Mike. I'm going take it out with the postman. Or yeah, I'll where's nip Mike's on. LP? Our Nick Brandt. It's are going to, to gonna fit through your postbox. Maybe is... the post will come round and watch this with you and talk <laughs> incessantly throughout. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 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 incessantly throughout yeah. The post will come round and the shrink wrap will already be suspiciously removed. Yeah. Yeah, it scratches. And and on a slight it. scratch. Yeah. On it. Does, yeah. does does Idris come up? does he talk about why he wanted to do this? Is he a Beatles fan? To be honest, I haven't seen it, but I know
8: he has talked in the past about it. Yeah, it's basically Idris Elba talking about the album, obviously, and also you know putting in the context. Of stuff he's done before because he's done obviously loads of solo stuff but predominantly the wings stuff. And he, yeah. had, he did McCartney one, I think the first one was shortly after the Beatles, yeah. It was, well, so it was hmm.
2: just like I mean, basically like a homemade album, a bit yeah. like this. He's, he's played everything because I'm in interested lockdown. to hear he's it, produced all, it and everything so. in
8: all seriousness because you know. It, Being uh, being a huge fan, uh, Mm. I you know his his voice isn't what it was. You know, to be fair, it wouldn't be. You are you get to a certain point, and all his songs he 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 doesn't do something like Tom Jones has got a tremendous voice, but he he sticks to a certain limited range and does very well within that range. Whereas Mm. Mac has always got those challenging notes all over the place, which he. Insists on trying to reach. They'll yeah, there has been,
2: been some. Yeah, they change the keys as they get moments, a bit older. Yeah, don't yeah they, the young singers. Bit technical, yes, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a quick, a quick word for the Masked Singer, the oh, story so far for our producer so th- who loves the Masked Singer. Well, doesn't Does everyone he? love them? Oh, yeah. He loves really? it. 5pm yeah. on, on ITV. It's back on
8: Boxing Day for a second series, right, but okay. this is a look back at this first series. So for those who haven't really quite cottoned on to the last Singer, which is, I think, one of the biggest shows of the year, and it's... it's, mm, it's people it's do contin- love it, yeah, I agree. Uh, Joel Domit, who's the presenter, it looks back on who who, would, who um, uh, emerged up from underneath the costumes, uh, and it was won by uh, Nicola Roberts from Girls Loud in the end, yeah. who, was, who was dressed as the Queen Bee. It's just so, it's just brilliantly mad, and I think the madness of Great. it all sort of you know touched a nerve. Um, the girl, the girl
3: who plays B in Neighbours, she won the Australian version. Oh, did she? A of well, extraneous thank you. For that's that. Great, was she great as? TV triv. I can't remember. <laughs> not a oh, yes, yes, good <laughs> I see You it can't complete awesome, that said. triv.
2: Um, <laughs> Sunday night, um, BBC One, 8 p.m. Uh, this is something that used to go on for about three and a half hours, but they just haven't probably got enough rights now. Um, it is um, <laughs> no. it's sports personality of the year. I'm slide. voting for Tyson Fury just to annoy <laughs> him. <laughs> just, yes, Absolutely. I think a lot of people, it'll be
3: like
8: a
2: bush tucker trial. A lot of people will vote for Tyson Fury <laughs> and he'll win, <laughs> won't
8: he? Of course. Because I, I made a bit of money. I've still got a bit of money uh, uh, in, in my in my pot from what I, what I won on uh, I'm a Celebrity. So, oh, I'm right. so I'm sort of tempted to sort of go, obviously not lose Hamilton because he's ridiculously odds on favour. So... Uh, Tyson would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, there, will, there must be a lot of people who will do what Andy does.
2: The racing fraternity, as Andy said earlier on, are getting right behind Holly Doyle, yes. the jockey. So She's second favourite. Know, f- she, she could do well. And
8: other, yeah. others, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Jordan Henderson, and, of course, Stuart Broad. Yeah. They okay. they don't tend to do that brilliantly, do they, on sports, No. I don't think. Not yeah. in terms of winning it, anyway. No.
2: Uh, Bradley Walsh nine fifteen on ITV on Sunday evening. Uh, Bradley Walsh's how not to win a game. No, show. how to win a game. Oh, show. How, to a game <laughs> show. how to win a game. Yeah, yeah that's that's second. I prefer the other version. Actually, to be put. Yes, yeah, those <laughs>
3: <So it's> idiot, <laughs> idiot uh, <autism laughs> and stuff. Do you know what that is? That would so, be I mean, a much better program. I mean, yeah, accidentally <laughs>
8: stumbled upon a much better idea. <laughs> yeah. and I suspect within about a fortnight that yeah, will be up there. That's and, definitely. Yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> they're, they're doing an awful lot of these roundups of, of you know just going through the archives and, and finding a sort of vague theme. To And then get somebody popular like Bradley to link it. So yeah, it's just looking through the game show archives and talking to um, various other presenters, you, you know, Stephen Mulhern and to Deck and that kind of thing. And also trying to sort of get some sort of gauge as to whether certain people who do well on game shows have any particular personality traits really? or, or or tactics in common, shall we say.
2: Brilliant, uh, Mike! Thank you ever so much. Have a great Christmas, and you. And hope people don't talk over your favourite program. Oh, they will. The
1: Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport.
2: There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll be doing it all again on Monday when Motty will return to reflect on the football. And uh, until then, have a great weekend, and thank thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby
1: and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four pm on Talksport.